there, friends. Welcome to day three of our Advent devotion series. This is a Sunday, December 3rd, 2023. It is going to be a little bit more involved today because it is um, a Sunday. And um, it is at Bethlehem United Methodist Church, Hanging of the Green. So my sermon is actually a homily today. But today in the podcast, uh, I'm going and on um, the YouTube upload for Bethlehem, uh, my people there, I am going to read scripture, read some of the verses of our hymns, uh, and do a prayer. It's kind of a shortened version of the um, the service that we will be doing um, because it is hanging of the green, I encourage you to watch the live stream of it. It is a beautiful service where we will be decorating the tree and hanging the garland and the wreaths and preparing the sanctuary in our hearts for Advent. You will hear that referenced in the homily as well. So today I'm going to start um, with the psalm. Lesson for the day, Psalm 80, verses 1 through 7 and 17 through 19. Here are now the words of the psalmist. Give ear, O shepherd of Israel, you who lead Joseph like a flock. You who are enthroned upon the cherubim, shine forth before Ephraim and Benjamin and Manasseh. Stir up your might and come to save us. Restore us, O God, let your face shine that we may be saved. O Lord God of hosts, how long will you be angry with your people's prayers? You have fed them with the bread of tears and given them tears to drink in full measure. You make us the scorn of our neighbors, our enemies laugh among themselves. Restore us, O God of hosts. Let your face shine that we may be saved. But let your hand be upon the one at your right hand and the one whom you made strong for yourself. Then we will never turn back from you. Give us life and we will call on your name. Restore us, O Lord of hosts. Let your face shine that we may be saved. Here now the first and fourth verses of uh, hymn number 221 from the United Methodist Hymnal in the bleak midwinter. In the bleak midwinter, frosty wind made moan. Earth stood hard as iron, water like a stone. Snow had fallen, snow on snow, snow on snow in the bleak midwinter long ago what can i give him poor as i am if i were a shepherd i would bring him a lamb if i were a wise man i would do my part yet what can i give him i give him my heart let let us say together now the words of the apostles creed Friends, what do we believe? I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, 
and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray. Dear Lord, as we come to you now at the beginning of the Advent season, as we light the first candle of Advent, the candle of hope, we are hopeful that this season we can stay focused on the things that matter most. The coming of your child, the gift that he is to the world, that we are prepared for his coming rather than prepared for wrapping gifts because he is the greatest gift. Hear now the words that he gifted us when he taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Today's gospel lesson is from the gospel according to Mark, chapter 13, verses 24 through 37. Hear now the word of the Lord. But in those days after that suffering, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. And the stars will be falling from heaven and the powers in the heaven will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. Then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree learn this lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near at the very gates. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows. Neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Beware, keep alert, for you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey when he leaves home and puts his slaves in charge, each with his work, and commands the doorkeeper to be on the watch. Therefore keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come in the evening, or at midnight, or at cockcrow, or at dawn or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. 
And what I say to you, I say to all, keep awake. The word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. I am a list maker, a spreadsheet guru, a color-coded calendar kind of girl. I have an app on my phone that I use for grocery shopping. It color codes each item by section to help me organize my time in the store. I come by naturally. My grandmother made lists this time of year. The holidays are so busy that she had multiple lists going. Grocery list, to-do list, calendar dates. Anytime before one of her gatherings, you would find pieces of paper lined up on her kitchen counter telling her what she needed to buy at the store and when she needed to cook each dish. What day she wanted to start cleaning and setting the table. I do the same thing, but most of mine is electronic. My notes app is full of lists. Bucket lists, packing lists, lists of sermon starters. You can say a lot of things about me, and you can say a lot of things about Gogi, but one thing that you can never say is that we weren't prepared. I think it also has to do with a sense of accomplishment. On Gogi's notes, she would very neatly put one line through the things she had completed, so that she could see what she had done and how much she had left to do. With a tap of a finger, my list gets crossed off and marked done. My canvas page at Candler has fewer and fewer assignments due for the semester. It's a good feeling knowing you are prepared for something. In the gospel lesson today, Mark is reminding us to be prepared in our spiritual life. The early writers of the gospel were looking for Jesus to come back to earth pretty quickly after his death. So the sense of urgency is felt in these words. It reminds me very much of the bridegroom situation we looked at a couple weeks ago. The heavens will literally be falling in the scriptures that Mark quotes from Isaiah. It will be a dark and tumultuous time. As our hymn tells us today, our God... Heaven can, cannot hold him, nor earth sustain. Heaven and earth shall flee away when he comes to reign. We may not have that same sense of urgency that they felt back then, but we still need to be prepared. We may not be anticipating the return of Jesus at any moment, but there are so many things in our faith walk that we need to prepare for. If we do not keep vigilant and work to prune our fig trees, new growth cannot occur. New growth is what bears fruit and sustains us. Hard times will come. Difficulties in our lives and times of questioning will come in our faith. Those are the things that we need to prepare for. We have been entrusted, just like the master entrusted his slaves when he went away, to do the work. I love the idea in verse 35. For you do not know when the master of the house will come in the evening or at midnight or at cockcrow or at dawn or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. I think we should look at it a little differently today in light of the mission we have been given as believers. While we are ultimately waiting on the return of Christ, and we should always be prepared, I think there are other things we should look for as well. 
We should be vigilant and look for Christ in those around us. In the evening, we are, are we making sure that the least of these have a meal? At midnight, are we making sure that they have a place to sleep? At cockcrow in the dawn, are we finding ways to clothe and feed those in need? We never know when they will come to us. We never know when Christ will reveal himself to us and the people we meet. We should always keep watch for those who need the love of Christ. We should never be caught sleeping to the people in need around us. So let us find ways to help those around us this Advent season. Keep watch for the places Christ reveals himself to us. Today at Bethlehem, we're going to do a different kind of preparation. We are preparing the sanctuary for Advent and Christmas season. Much like many of you are preparing your homes for the same. We are bringing joy into our world here at Bethlehem with a tree and garland and ribbon and wreaths. All of the things that give wonder and light to the season. They are all the things that took preparation and thought. There are so many lists we need to make this time of year. They line our kitchen counters and take up space in our phone memories. They fill our calendars and make us feel overwhelmed and accomplished all at the same time. As a challenge to myself and to all of you, let's make sure our lists are the things we want to accomplish and that they are pointing to the urgency of the returning Christ, the one that shows himself to us in all kinds of ways, the one who is the least of these and in the manger scenes, in the shelters and the Christmas trees, in the bleakness and in the joy. It is my hope that this Advent and Christmas season, you will take the time to prepare not only your homes and this sanctuary, but our hearts for the coming of the Christ child. Amen. I'm going to read the epistle lesson for today. It is 1 Corinthians 1, 3 through 9. I think it gives special insight into today's lessons. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God always for you because of the grace of God that has been given you in Christ Jesus. For in every way you have been enriched in him in speech and knowledge of every kind, just as the testimony of Christ has been given strengthened has been strengthened among you, so that you are not lacking in any spiritual gift as you wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ. He will also strengthen you to the end, so that you may be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful. By him you were called into the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Let us all work and prepare to be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. Before our centering moment, I'm going to close with the words of our final hymn for today, Joy to the World. It is in the United Methodist Hymnal, 
Number 246. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and heaven and nature sing. He rules the world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness and wonders of his love and wonders of his love and wonders and wonders of his love. For today's centering moment, as we prepare for the coming of Christmas and our lists pile up around us, what are the three most important things that you must do each day to get ready ready for Christmas? Make a list of those three things that help you prepare and are most important to you this time of year. Every day, do your best to at least get those three things done. Is it quiet time? Is it calling a friend who is alone this Advent season? Is it doing mission work? Do those things that bring you joy first, and the rest will fall in line. Amen.